This is Gumption, Grit, and Grace, a podcast by Coalfield Development, all about rebuilding the Appalachian economy from the ground up. I'm your host, Brandon Dennison, founder and CEO of Coalfield Development. At Coalfield Development, we put a big emphasis on lifelong learning. Three hours every week, we set aside for what, what we call personal development. And some folks might refer to this as soft skills or life skills. We don't really like those terms. We prefer development because it's an ongoing process. It's something that we never master. We're never done figuring out how we do life, figuring out ourselves as people. And so it's a it's an ongoing development process uh, that we all do together. And uh, part of how we organize this, we have journal prompts every week that get us thinking about the theme for the month. So we have 12 professional development themes and 12 personal development themes. So that's one for every month. So they're all really equally important, but um, we're able to to go deeper with one, uh, one professional theme, one personal theme every month. And this is one of my favorite things about Coalfield Development. And to help us go deeper with the themes, we identify West Virginians from throughout history who really embody the theme that we're going deeper on for the month. The professional development theme in July was problem solving. And the West Virginian who we've selected that embodies problem solving is a gentleman named Michael Owens. He essentially invented uh, the modern day beverage bottle. Now, of course, it was glass at the time. Now we use plastic more and more, but his invention revolutionized the beverage industry and the manufacturing industry. He was basically a manufacturing genius. And I feel like that captures this Appalachian spirit of making and tinkering and manufacturing and perfecting and inventing, actually just the inventive nature of the Appalachian spirit. The personal theme was citizenship. And our West Virginian who embodies citizenship is Anna Gates. She's the first woman to ever serve in, uh, to ever be elected and serve in the West Virginia legislature. She was a, a famous suffragist. She was a citizen, even she served in public office, but we really try and emphasize that citizenship is not just for the powerful, the elite, those who are in office. It's for all of us. We are all called, especially in America, we are all called to to do our part to build a more perfect and really a more just and a more fair union. And Anna Gates, she was involved in a, in a ton of different civic efforts, uh, not just in elected office. She was involved in expanding the opportunity for other groups, especially women, to get to be involved in the election process in the first place. And so she embodies the fact that citizenship, it's not just about voting and getting elected, but it's really about contributing to our communities and being engaged and involved in, in meaningful ways. And even after she left the legislature, Legislature. She stayed very involved with the Red Cross, and she was even a delegate to the 1932 convention that nominated FDR to be president. So just uh, played her her role in a lot of big history. At Coalfield Development, we've put out a statement in support of Black Lives Matter. Uh, we try to be intentional at Coalfield Development of being an ally to racial justice movements and organizers and, and doing our part to make sure that our organization and the communities where we work are, are more racially just to stop and and realize that the Declaration of Independence, as historic as that was, it was really only talking about white men who owned property, that inalienable rights, it uses that phrase, which should mean inalienable, in other words, granted from God uh, and cannot be taken away. And yet our country 
failed to live up to the ideals that are so perfectly articulated in that document. And our history ever since, I think, is a, a struggle to actually try and live up to the principles that are put forward in that historic document. Anna Gates reminds us that only in the 20th century are, are women granted the right to vote in this country. After the, the Civil War, Black men were supposed to have the right to vote, but through voter suppression often did not. And even today, we're, we're dealing with uh, voter suppression and it's hard to get registered to vote. It's hard to go vote at all. And we often have to wait in long lines. So citizenship is not so simple as what it should be, as what it seems. And so it's uh, it's one of the more important personal development themes that we talk about here at Coalfield Development. And Anna Gates, the first woman in the West Virginia legislature, is really a powerful example of, of how to be a courageous and engaged citizen. So July was problem solving and citizenship. For August, we had on the professional development front initiative. Katherine Johnson, a West Virginian, a woman of color, featured in the movie uh, Hidden Figures, which you should go see if you haven't seen it. She would become a, a mathematician for NASA. She helped do some of the physics calculations to figure out uh, our first trip to the moon. Uh, just a r- remarkably brilliant woman. And the reason she embodies initiative for us, there's stories of her in college and then again at NASA. She knew she could do higher level math, but the professors just, she wasn't really given the opportunity to prove what she could do just because that's not what black women did in that day and time. So she didn't wait to be asked to go on a higher level math course in college. And then at NASA, she didn't wait for a supervisor to say, can you help me with this? She just took the initiative to prove that she could do it and to prove that she could be on the team that was doing the the highest level calculations that we can honestly imagine. So what a remarkable West Virginian, what a remarkable human being. And as the title of the movie implies, so much of her contributions were never really celebrated until much later in life. So much of it was hidden. And so we try to lift her up in our our own small way here at Coalfield Development uh, as a West Virginian who embodies one of our professional development themes, just taking the initiative, believing in ourselves and contributing and adding value, even when others don't necessarily necessarily hand us out the opportunity to do that. And the personal development theme is life management. What we mean by that, just developing the personal skill to manage all the different stress and responsibilities that go into life, being on time, being organized, being financially responsible, staying healthy, mentally healthy, uh, mentally, um, emotionally healthy, physically healthy, taking care of our families, taking care of our work commitments. There's so much just to manage in life and so many priorities to juggle. And it's a skill. It's a life skill. And it's something we have to keep developing as people. Our West Virginian who embodies life management is Booker T. Washington, who is really a giant in in African-American history. He was um, actually born as a slave on a plantation in Virginia and rose from from that to go on to found an entire college called the Tuskegee Institute uh, in Alabama. A remarkable story of, of grit and determination and courage. And thinking about Booker T. Washington, I just want to read a little bit from his autobiography, which is which is remarkable. Everyone should read it uh, if you can. He, he talks about just the inhumane nature of slavery. In other words, how slaves are really not given the opportunity just to be humans. Basic things like being able to sit down uh, for a family dinner. He writes, I cannot recall a single instance during my childhood or early boyhood when our entire family sat down to the table together and God's blessing was asked and the family ate a meal in a civilized manner. 
On the plantation in Virginia, and even later, meals were gotten to the children very much as dumb animals get theirs. It was a piece of bread here and a scrap of meat there. It was a cup of milk at one time and some potatoes at another. And then he, it's incredible, he writes of when, as a boy on the plantation, news of the Emancipation Proclamation was spreading. He says, as the, as the great day drew nearer, there was more singing in the slave quarters than usual. It was bolder, had more ring, and lasted later into the night. Most of the verses of the plantation songs had some reference to freedom, some man who seemed to be a stranger. A United States officer, I presume, made a little speech and then read a rather long paper, the Emancipation Proclamation, I think. After the reading, we were told that we were all free and could go when and where we pleased. My mother, who was standing by my side, leaned over and kissed her children while tears of joy ran down her cheeks. She explained to us what it all meant, that this was the day for which she had been so long praying, but fearing that she would never live to see. They moved to Malden, West Virginia after they were freed and Booker T. Washington worked in the salt mines and then later in the coal mines and was able to, he had never learned to read or write on the plantation that was illegal. So he went uh, back to school and had to work and go to school at the same time to learn to read and write. It was clear he was a brilliant young man, got to go to college and, and the rest, as they say, is is history. So what a remarkable story. When he founded his college, he really emphasized for his students uh, the importance of life management, of being organized, of keeping the house clean, of being punctual. He was very strict and very hard on his students because he thought developing that discipline was really key to his students overcoming adversity and achieving their full potential. He knew that even though uh, slavery had ended, oppression remained. And so he wanted to equip his students with as much uh, as many skill sets, as much knowledge and as much discipline as possible to set them up for success despite the ongoing oppression uh, of racism in the country. So he, he has a lot of specific writings on life management, but he's also just a, a remarkable human being and certainly an amazing West Virginian. You can go see a replica of his childhood house in Malden still today, and I would recommend everybody do that. So those are the personal and professional development themes of Coalfield Development for the months of July and August. I hope you've learned something new. I hope you're inspired. I know certainly we are. And and uh, we'll be back next month to reflect on the themes for September. Gumption, Grit, and Grace is a podcast created by Coalfield Development. I'm your host, Brandon Dennison, and production and editing was handled by JJN Multimedia. This episode was produced here on site at the West Edge Factory in Huntington, West Virginia. Become a part of our mission to rebuild the Appalachian economy from the ground up by visiting our website, coalfield-development.org. We would appreciate if you can make a donation and you can email us anytime at info at coalfield-development.org. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn as well. Check back for more episodes soon and learn more about how we're rebuilding the Appalachian economy from the ground up.